Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what? Here's the deal. Uh, not only is it never too late to dive into summer fun, but if you live where I live, our summer does not officially start till after the 4th of July. Don't ask me how that works in the Pacific Northwest, but I could tell you that uh, up until that date, every year since I've lived here, since 1994, something happened. So for those of you out there that are thinking it's, well, you know, summer fun. No, it starts now. Julie Lofridi is joining me here today because we are talking about what it is we need to do to pump up the fun. Julie, great to have you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Hey, listen, you're a travel expert and like what a fun job. People say to me, oh, my God, Pat, you have like the funnest business, the funnest job. And I look at what you do and I'm thinking, no, I don't. Julie does. (laughs) (laughs) It is pretty fun. (laughs) Okay. Look, summer is this magical word for a lot of people, but you are going to help us get totally into the magic of this today. I am so thrilled to hear you and tell us what it is we can do to have a total blast. Now, you know some stuff many people don't. So let's start with tipping us off on how to kick it up a few hundred notches, okay? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I think first off, you know, uh, some families may say, hey, we're already into summer. It's too late to book a summer trip. Not the case. And there's so many great opportunities uh, for families to book a wonderful trip and get a great deal. You know, Booking.com's great getaway sale is going on right now, and you can save at least 15% off for stays booked between now and the end of August, good for domestic and international trips. Plus, they have nearly 6 million unique places to choose from. So the five-star hotel, the villa, even a farmhouse. Plus, I love reading those reviews from real guests so I can find the best choice for my family at the right price, too. Well, you know, look, there is something about this that's so important. And, you know, it's kind of funny we're talking about this because once upon a time, I used to be this 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 woman, this girl that used to fly by the seat of my pants. And what I've learned is that that worked then. It doesn't work now. And so I even went to booking.com the other day uh, to book a trip to the southern part of the state because I'm in a table tennis tournament. And I realized that it is so important now to look at options, right? Oh, absolutely. And, And there's so many, you know, years ago, we would stay at one hotel and one hotel only. Uh, Now there's just so many more options. uh, And it can kind of add to the excitement of planning a trip. Okay, 
I'm excited about the summer. All right, look, off we go. We're going to plan a trip. We're going to take lots of, uh, well, maybe we don't. Let me ask you a question. Um, what are the number one concerns, if you might, I always like to start out with this, that people have when you say to them, all right, let's fire it up for the summer. Where do they go? Or like, that, well, like they, where do they go with their like level of concern? Right. Well, I think there's three big things. You know, one is the budget. So obviously looking for travel deals is going to help. Uh, two is the weather, things out of our control, which, you know, hey, if it rains, go to the movies, right? And then three, I think it's making sure everybody's happy and healthy during that trip. Uh, so I think certainly when planning a vacation, yes, you may have some concerns, but are the memories worth it? Absolutely. Um, the memories are worth it. You know, there's nothing that you can put a value on that's more powerful, more valuable than memories, right? Um, but a lot of times, though, folks don't exactly know where to begin and then how to capture that moment. So let's talk about memories for a moment because many people go on these trips, they have great times, but they're just not, you know, uh, like careful enough if you're me you get your you get your you get your camera or your smartphone you get in a canoe in hawaii you put it in a container that you think is waterproof and lo and behold it's not so give us some help here (laughs) (laughs) well i i always like to come up with sort of contingency plans you know for anything that may go wrong so for example if if my bag gets lost, oh, okay, well, I can, I can buy a new outfit, right? Um, what would happen if maybe I misplaced my cell phone? Okay, well, where I'm staying, it, there's a cell phone store down the street. You know, so if you have any kind of concerns, you can kind of, you know, figure out what you would do in those situations and figure it out. But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes travel mishaps do <laughs> turn into fun memories uh, many years later. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, let's take a look. You're, you're now an expert at this. People really count on you to help them really get things done. You know, the thing that I'm finding more and more, and, I'm, and, and, and this may be just where I live, but people do not like to go anywhere without bringing their pets. Is that a new trend you're finding? Well, what we've noticed is, you know, a lot more hotels are pet friendly. Uh, there's more accommodation options, so you can certainly potentially bring your pet along. Um, so I always recommend that if you're considering bringing your pet on a vacation, make sure you check out the hotel policies, the airline policies. If you're going on a road trip, you know, what does Fido need? Obviously food, water, medication maybe, uh, but also those, you know, ID tags are great uh, to have. Make sure that the contact information on there is updated. Um, and just, you know, look in advance for dog parks and other things you can do to keep your pet happy during your vacation. Um, there is so much now available. And you know what else is, is also truly available? The access to information. But before we go too much here, um, what is the best way for the folks listening today to go and find out uh, more information and really get some information based on what we're saying here? Well, we have a lot of travel tips on our website, betterstuffforlife.com. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, That's important. Everybody get that? Betterstuffforlife.com. 
com. Betterstuffforlife.com. Um, all right. What is the most optimistic perspective slash tip that is in front of you now that you've discovered that we can share, like almost like a mystery tip for people? <laughs> well, you know, uh, when it comes to traveling, you know, sometimes it can take its toll. And roughly 93% of travelers will experience some jet lag during a summer trip. So um, luckily, there's some, some options to kind of help us travelers feel more rested. America's number one sleep aid, Vic Zequil, um, has some new products. Their Pure Z line can help us fall asleep naturally without that next day grogginess. Uh, so for adults, there's several options to choose from, including a melatonin liquid, one to help de-stress, the other for beauty. Um, you can also ask your doctor about the kids' gummies for ages four and up because, you know, at the end of the day, when we go on these trips, we certainly want to feel our best. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you're like me, but, you know, you don't want to take this time out of the year, go on vacation and not feel your best. So like preventative as well. Sounds like that's important to look at, too. Absolutely. And another thing, we're all probably headed to the beach, the lake or maybe the pool. So sunscreen is also a must. And um, for those looking for value, no ad is really it. Uh, moms and dads choose the sunscreen brand because you get the same sun protection without paying for all that branding hype, the same SPF, broad spectrum protection as other promoted brands, but so much more affordable. And the big question is how much do we use for sunscreen? Well, experts recommend one ounce every two hours, so keep reapplying. That's why a big value bottle is a good idea. And then for the wiggly kids like mine, <laughs> you <laughs> can get a sunscreen spray and that can help them, you know, get covered quick and easy. Yeah. And I think it's important to talk about the fact, and, and we should mention this because I know I've heard you talk about it, um, that just because you don't see the sun doesn't mean the effects are not there. Isn't that something we've now learned Oh, absolutely. And I, I would say, you know, many of us are way more diligent about putting on our daily sunscreen. Um, but because we have to keep reapplying it, you know, getting a big value bottle um, is really a great mm -hmm. option, especially for families. Okay. And uh, again, can you tell us how folks find out about all of this, too? I know booking.com is wh what you mentioned before. But w what do people, uh, what should they know about the sun care? Sure. So, you know, when looking for a sunscreen that you can, you know, certainly take on those beach trips, you know, check out the NOAD brand uh, because parents are really, really love it. Um, and with the option of having maybe the spray or the lotion bottle, you know, it just makes sense. Okay, I know you've got to run, but I want to ask you this one last question and then ask you for your personal message. You know, every year there's something different that's on people's minds, right? Every, I'm sure you know that. You've been doing this for a while. What is on people's minds now when it comes to travel? What, what, is, what are they kind of like thinking about, excited about? Where, where are we with travel right now this year? Well, I think we're finding many families, you know, the economy is good. You know, many families are choosing to, 
you know, spend a little bit of money in order to get, uh, you know, a, a dream vacation here that the whole family can enjoy. And I think certainly, um, you know, being able to compare and have more options as far as accommodations and travel deals, that's all coming into play. I mean, it's so easy to just, you know, go on your iPhone, go on your smartphone and find some great deals on the fly. So I think we're going to see a lot of last minute uh, (laughs) travelers maybe hitting the road or the skies this summer. Well, now you're talking my language right there. That's me. That's me. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, last one to the party, but also the last one to leave. Listen, I want to (laughs) ask you a question, Julie. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you for doing this. Uh, well, thanks for having me. And yeah, I, you know, I think there's a great, um, you know, uh, it's great for families to certainly enjoy themselves, take time off from work, <laughs> plan a vacation. And I encourage everyone to, you know, check out these great deals, pack up that sunscreen, feel good and have some great memories to last a lifetime. Yeah, I'm all about the unplugging. Julie, thank you so much for today. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, short break, a lot of great information. You know, one of the things don't do like I say, please, please don't wait. Don't be the last one to the party. Let's get some planning done. Let's go to the website, betterstuffforlife.com. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is our good news segment. Actually, it's our really great news segment because today, Amy Goodman is joining us here today, super travel expert, somebody that knows how to have fun in the sun and even beyond. She's nationally recognized, been on today's show, Rachel Way, Wendy Williams, The Talk, The View, you name it. She's been there. Why? Because she talks about things to help us understand that there is this harmony in life, having fun traveling, doing the juicy stuff in life is what this is about as well as working our butts off. Amy, great to have you. Oh, such a delight to be with you. I'm so excited. I like Jess. Look, this is one of these things that we need to just say to everybody out there, take a few minutes and have some fun. But how do we optimize this? You know, I'm a quadruple Sagittarius. So summer planning to me is something that I don't do that often, and yet I understand what happens when you don't do it in the world we live in. So today, we've got a plan for the most amazing, amazing trip. Where do we start? Well, first off, I'm happy to hear about your personality type because there's <laughs> no need to panic. I'm really a non-panic uh, traveler, and I really want to rest everybody assured that even if you're starting out right now, there are some of the best deals to be had right in this moment. So you can look forward to a wonderful, stress-free summer travel uh, by just beginning and clicking right now on Booking.com which is offering at least 15% off uh, with their great getaway sale for stays booked between June 1st and August 31st for destinations across the globe. And literally, they have over 5.7 million unique places to stay across every budget, from five-star hotels to villas, from apartments to farmhouses, chateaus to houses, and more. And you will always find accommodations to perfectly suit your summer travel wishes. 
Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm over there now because I think one of the things uh, that will stress people out, and correct me if I'm wrong, is if you think you're going to go wing it and go out there and find a place to stay, uh, my experience in doing that has been more than disappointment. And and what you're talking about is let's plan to have fun. And these are the tips you're sharing with us today. I'm sure you're going to give us a website, too, that people can go to to find out more. But this idea of planning and planning the travel and then booking.com for people out there, you know, isn't your message about let's have fun, leave the stress behind? You know, because so much of everyday life is filled with, it seems like stress. And I, you know, part of my job is to that. I love my job and that's, I'm very fortunate in that, but it feels like we're so tightly wound that when we finally do get to take a break and Americans are kind of known for this work, work, work ethic, which is admirable. But when we finally get to take a break, you want to take a deep breath and, and really get to enjoy, get to enjoy that, that holiday. I, I got to ask you a question. I know we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff, but you know, look, you are out there. Um, I, I, can't, I can't say enough about you and what you've done. How, how have you gotten to be this absolute travel expert guru. What was it about you and your life that, man, light bulb went on and said, oh, man, I want to be this. I want to do this. I want to help people with this. Well, I'm very fortunate in that. I mean, I consider myself a really well-rounded journalist, and I started in women's magazines. And, you know, when you start in one, we call we call them books, by the way, in the industry. Right. When you start at one book, yeah. and then you work for another book, and you work for another. And I've worked for some really amazing, amazing magazines. And through that journey, it's just quality reporting and being able to interact and interface with the public. And when you do so, and you do the hard work and researching um, and providing quality, user-friendly information, then there is a demand, right? So there's a demand for good quality information and getting the word out about great deals and also new things. People always want something that's new. What's the new? What's the latest? And part of that is sharing that with you today. Yeah, and you and I have something in common. It's about how we do what we do, whether it's a written story or reporting, and translate that in the airwaves, and that's what today's about. So I want to just ask you, let's talk about people. They're getting ready. Look, they're saying, like, Amy, help me. I'm getting ready to go. What do I need to know to go? <laughs> yes. A little rhyme. Yeah, it, it, no, it really, really is. So let's talk about road trips because the um, classic American mm-hmm. road trip is so ingrained in a part of our culture. And so many people actually hit the open road uh, this time of year. So first off, uh, check your tires, make sure that your luggage fits that you don't, I almost say pack and then unpack. So I, my children actually, I've trained them to pack their own bags. And then I kind of go through and we go through each, I literally go through each item and make sure that it's something that they actually need. Um, from there also, then we make sure that the technology is all in place, N- not only technology, but old school tech, like books and coloring books and for the kids, books, reading books for myself and make sure that you have entertainment for the entire journey, not just the first leg, not just for the middle leg, but also the return journey as well. So you have things to keep yourself entertained during that road trip. Then you also need to make sure you have the wheels to get you there. And the new 2020 Ford Explorer Hybrid is literally built for that next adventure. It is a non-compromised SUV that's expected to get an EPA-estimated range of more than 500 miles between gas station Phillips. Wow. 500 miles. It could literally take you in one 
fell swoop to your destination in some cases. So you don't even have to stop, really. Um, And it really is fitted for fun and family duty. So it has 4G LTE Wi-Fi for up to 10 mobile devices and Copilot 360, which is a suite of driver-assisted technologies that will simplify your journey around every aspect of your trip. And it has cup holders that are literally designed to fit juice boxes. So it's really family, you know, has the family in mind. And it's the first SUV with optional Michelin self-seal tires. So this means that it's designed to help you continue your journey and um, you won't have to like change a punctured tire on the side of a busy road. So safety is the underlying mind of this vehicle as well. Wow. And you know what? This is really important, this kind of information for people, because I think, Amy, what you're talking about really are things we don't think about um, and are super important. And, you know, situation is you don't think about it till you get in the situation and you're like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) what is going on in my car? Yes. Yes, exactly. Because you don't want disaster to off road your holiday. Uh, no. Uh, and you don't want, uh, you know, kids in the back totally bored out of their minds either. Um, all right. Where am I going on my trip? Yes. So part of it is really matching what is best going to suit your uh, travel. And part of that is the what we call right fit destination. You want to pick the right place to begin with, whether you're a solo traveler or you're traveling with family and friends. And so if you're an American traveler, a destination rich in culture and cuisine, history and outdoor adventure, you really needn't travel far. They're um, really conveniently situated just north of the U.S. border of Maine is Atlantic Canada. It is a coastal Canadian region that features New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, and Prince Edward Island. Now, this area is really breathtaking for its coastline, features local characters and the freshest seafood, but this really is not all that the region is renowned for. Travelers can also hike pristine national parks. You can see kayak to the sandy beaches. You can set sail for whale watching and also discover amazing historic small towns and also experience the highest tides in the globe. Um, also chase giant icebergs if you would. Learn to shuck an oyster and listen to authentic <laughs> live music around every corner. So uh, this is really the best time of year to go because with warmer temperatures, and longer days, Atlantic Canada is like pristine this time of year. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is by far. And, you know, these are some of the things we don't think about in terms of how to be adventurous and have fun. Mm -hmm. And so what we're looking at is really planting a seed. I was listening to something this morning about planting a seed, and I think that's what you're doing because a lot of times you're right. We're so busy. We're not thinking out of the box. We don't even know that uh, we're in the box. Um, Here's the tough one. Now that I've gotten this, I'm planning, I've got my road trip prep, I've got my location. The hardest thing to do is to say, I am worth the investment. How do we reward ourselves? Yes. And part of that, I always like to say, make sure that you set a budget and that you know also the financial landscape of your travel plans. I think it's very, very important to map this all out as well and realize that vacations are expensive and that you have a way way and means by which to pay for all of this. And there is a way to take the sting out of the vacation price tag. Um, Travel rewards credit cards are a great way uh, to help you 
pay, literally, sometimes they pay for a summer vacation with points earned from everyday spending. And if you're looking for a best card to get this done, you can look beyond the traditional credit card players. And PenFed Power Cash Rewards Visa Signature Card is one that's great because it provides all the benefits of an annual fee card, but has no annual fee. And it has also offers 2% total cash back off of all your purchases if you are wow. a PenFed Honors Advantage member. So that's great also. It also allows you to earn unlimited cash rewards when you're purchasing you know, everyday items like gas, groceries, entertainment, when you're paying your bills, and everything else. And these are cash rewards, literally, that you can use towards your next summer vacation. So it's very simple, offers real value that adds up quickly when you're tra- making travel purchases, even overseas. So some of those travel benefits include like no foreign transaction fees and no spending caps or hidden fees when you are literally away. So... Wow. Uh, Thank you for this. Look, I know you've got to run uh, two things. How can people find out more about everything you've just talked about? And Amy, one last question. I'd love to know your personal message, what you'd like to leave us with today. And thank you for doing what you do. Oh, gosh. You know, so first you can go to betterstufffourlife.com to learn everything that we discussed today. And I will leave you with this. I find that every time I travel, it just gives me a different perspective on life, no matter how much and no matter where I've been and no matter how much I think I know about the world, it opens up my my personal perspective to enrich my writing, um, give me a different sense of people in the world. And I always come back refreshed and rejuvenated and ready to go. I love it. And, you know, thank you for this, because I am getting ready for uh, the table tennis championships that's over in France. And in order to get ready, I got to go to like a million places and tournaments in the United States. And I'm already looking at booking.com to do that. So thank you for that. That is brilliant. I wish you the best of luck. And that sounds so (laughs) fabulous. I'm just thrilled for you. Thank you. And Amy, you're a rock star. Thank you for doing what you do. Amazing. Right back to you. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, we're going to take a short break. Come on, let's have some fun this summer. Thanks to Amy Goodman. Everybody, we'll be right back. You know, everybody, look, we have been talking about this for a while. As a matter of fact, we are getting ready to do something very, very bold. We are independent right here at Transformation Talk Radio. And there's a reason for that. And today, David Morgan is going to take us on a journey as to why We need to look at and take control of the media diversity, and it is a crisis. But the problem is, we don't know that it is. And more importantly, we don't really have a sense of what is happening to independent media, media of any kind, unless you're in it. And if you're in it, you better be in it to win it. David Morgan is joining us here today, Multicultural Media Correspondent Association. He's a president and much more than that. David, look, let's talk about the crisis because I'm telling you that most people, one, don't really understand there is a crisis. I just want to say that. But also, number two, don't really understand what is at risk. And so could we start with that conversation and give us a little backdrop here and then roll into what you all are doing about it? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. So first, let me uh, thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me on your show and having this really important discussion. Um, And 
look, I just want to get right down to it. Yeah. So here's the deal. From my perspective, the lack of true diversity and representation in news coverage, and for that matter, across the media industry, is probably one of the biggest problems facing us now as we head into the 2020 election cycle, and also as we prepare for the 2020 census. You know, as my board always uh, remind me, and what is our rallying cry, who owns the story and how it's being told controls who wins and loses economically, socially, and politically. And furthermore, as evidenced by the amount of money candidates spend on media advertising, it determines who wins elections. So there's a big problem. Even though the stakes are so high, as you, um, <laughs> as you pointed out, too many of us who can actually do something about it are, treating, are not treating it with the urgency that it requires. You know, we saw this first in 2016 and decided to do something about it by launching um, an initiative called Vote It Loud. Um, since then, our effort, our resolve, and most importantly, our tribe and our plan has grown significantly uh, more robust. So let me just point out some things that yeah. I think is what underscore the point. Yeah. First, though over 40 percent of the population Women and people of color have no significant ownership in an industry where they dominate the talent that represents 20% of the economy and where the barriers to sustainable business models remain insurmountable. So look at it from a social dimension. We still see that media bias and stereotyping is fanning the fire of hatred and division causing all kinds of culture wars and 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 in driving this lack of cultural competency that we see permeating society. Third, and why I'm so glad that you're doing so well, across the country, we see dying diverse news outlets are crippling civic engagement, particularly in these low-income and rural communities. And here's what's particularly um, gets to me as a um, father of a black boy mm -hmm. and why I think we need to tackle the diversity issue in both news and entertainment, not seeing positive stories about right. their community right. is stifling the dreams and aspirations of black and brown children yeah. across this country. For me, it's unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. It's actually beyond unacceptable because I, I, I want to just ask you about this. Look, I am in this knee deep and I have to tell you, I had no idea what I was doing. I knew that 15 years ago I had a positive message and it started out with a little one hour show. Then it turned into the Dr. Pat show. Then it turned into an entire network, Transformation Talk Radio that has two channels now launched. We are on the verge of finishing technology that doesn't exist in broadcasting and crowdfunding for it. Do you know why exactly the reason you're talking about? Because here as independents, we don't get told by people what to do, how to do it, how to air it, what the technology should be. And so what you're talking about is so pivotal. Here's the deal. One of our fabulous hosts who actually has airtime with us, ran for Congress. You know, she represents multicultural beyond imagination and won. And do you think about it? What is it going on that we are not giving all of the people that have the right to speak a voice, their own podcast? Why aren't we doing more of that? But I think you've got the answer, don't you? 
Absolutely. So let me just um, highlight sort of the events that we have coming up. In two weeks, we'll be hosting our fourth annual Multicultural Media Correspondence Dinner here in Washington at the National Press Club. And then more importantly, the next day, we'll be relaunching our call to action at the first ever Media Diversity Innovation Summit at Mm. the U.S. Capitol. And after the uh, summit, we'll be um, closing with a reception where we'll be honoring members of Congress of color and journalists of color for a great celebration. Uh, We'll have, at that celebration, we'll have Dorothy Gillum, who is the first black woman at the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. We'll be having Robert Brown, uh, Robert Brown, as you know, who for his seminal work with advisor to both Dr. King, as well as uh, President Nixon, as well as we'll be having Helen Zia, who is the uh, first uh, editor of Miss Magazine, an amazing advocate in the API space and a prolific author. All three of them have dynamic books out. We'll have those books and we want to just really inform the culture and have them help us um, spread the word of why this is so critically important and everyone needs to um, get engaged. And so you highlighted something that I wanted to underscore. I think it's critically important that we honor the luminaries in our state that despite the odds, they're breaking through and doing well. And that's what we do at the dinner. Yeah. So at the dinner on July 9th at the press club, we'll be honoring, and I'm just super excited about this, Tom Joyner, a.k.a. the fly jock, who has just been a broadcast luminary, who's not only showed personal excellence, but has actually done so much to give back to the community, to HBCU, just an incredible individual. So a small token of our appreciation that we'll get a chance to honor him. But we're also honoring our congressional media champion. So we'll be honoring Congresswoman Val Demings, who's a Democrat from Florida, um, every year we've honored um, someone on Capitol Hill that we think is driving the message forward. Our first year, it was Congresswoman Yvette Clark, um, a Democrat in New York. Um, our second year, it was uh, Congressman Tony Cardenas, at, uh, who's a Democrat out of California. And last year, it was Congresswoman Judy Chu, who's a Democrat out of um, California as well. Yeah. I can say our outreach, though, this is a bipartisan effort, and we actually have a very strong outreach um, to folks on the other side of the aisle, and we will continue to do that and reach out to them. And in fact, we have quite a few board members and supporters who are on the other side of the aisle. So this effort is actually bipartisan and is multicultural and diverse and uh, women, LGBTQ, because we think the more diversity in the ownership as well as the content, it helps the entire community. The two other aspects of the dinner I think is important. So we bring together a lot of the leading journalists and media influencers who inexplicably you don't see at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, as well as we bring together sort of policymakers and policy influencers who are focused on this issue of media diversity, want to celebrate them, to reinforce them, and to make sure we continue to grow the effort. Well, The what- other aspect I think is... I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I want to make sure people know how to grow the effort. So let's just take a brief moment and tell people how they can find out everything about what you're saying. And then I want to hear uh, what the, 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 the rest of what you're doing is. But I want to make sure that we don't let this interview go by without giving people a website and a call to action. So would you mind taking a second and doing that? 
Thank you so much for doing that. So first, let me give you the website where you can find out tons of information about what we're doing, about our events, and um, how you could um, engage with us. It's www.mmcadc.org. Let me do it again. www.mmcadc.org. You can go on and register for our July 10th Media Diversity Innovation Summit. We want anyone who uh, cares about the issue to attend and support. It's on Capitol Hill, and it will be seminal, and the discussion will be substantive and action-oriented. We also encourage folks to follow us on social media at mmcadc.org. So you can find out information, you can find out our events, you can see some of the activities we've been doing across the country. Uh, we were recently at South by Southwest doing two really dynamic panels and hosting a very dynamic reception. We also wanna encourage all the young up and coming media stakeholders, and quite candidly, everybody in the industry, uh, multicultural talent, both creators, journalists, in front of the camera, behind the camera, Go to our website, mmcadc.org, and sign up in for our directory. That way we can know who you are. You can get our information, resources, and more importantly, this year as we roll out our next gen big break program and fun, you can have access to our resources, which will include our pitch competitions to help with seed funding. As you know, sort of getting financing is a huge hurdle in sort of getting into the industry. Uh, uh, massive, massive, massive. And most of us, by the way, we funded what we're doing out of our own pockets, hundreds of thousands of dollars for the exact reason you're talking about, David, we actually believe in it. And that's really brings me to another point, right? Um, there are going to be people that are going to be coming to these events and they're going to have a voice. They're going to be speaking out. How will people be able to either participate live or get some kind of after or post event information? What, what's the way that you all are putting that together? Absolutely, so thank you for asking that. Let me tell you what's in place and uh, what's potentially coming because our, our goal is to drive this message and grow this tribe. So we will absolutely be taping everything we do. We will be doing recaps and newsletters um, from MMCA that we can guarantee will happen. In addition, we've been reaching out to other outlets and potential partners um, to see if they will help us with the information dissemination and potentially coverage. So for example, I have to strongly um, give a shout out and thank you to all our partners. Uh, we've only been at this four years, but there are a lot of amazing organization that's been doing this since uh, from the Kerner commercial Kerner Commission report uh, raised this issue 50 years ago. So our partners include the National Association of Broadcast Journalists, the National Newspaper Publicists Association. We have the Urban News Service. We have the National Association of Black-Owned Broadcasters. We have the National Hispanic Media Coalition. We have uh, uh, the Multicultural Media Technology uh, uh, a committee, we have Alvanza, uh, we have the Asian American Journalists Association, and we also have the Tri-Caucus Foundation, the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation, 
the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute, and the Asian Pacific American Institute for Congressional Studies. So this is a wide team effort. We know we can't do this alone, and we're continuing to grow that tribe. So we will do everything we can to get the information out and build this tribe. Uh, look, I, I can't thank you enough for coming out there. And certainly, if you compile information, interviews, uh, whatever it is you're piling, we will play it on our broadcast network. Um, so that I will tell you. And you'll just need to talk to Ted about how to go about that. But that is my commitment to you. And we just figure out a way to do that. I've got one last question for you, and I know you got to run. Look, website again. But I'd love to hear your personal message. I'd love to hear what you'd like to leave us all with. And thank you again. Thanks to all of you for doing what you do. Oh, thank you so much. So let me first um, start with the website, www.mmcadc.org. And I would love to leave your audience with what my board reminds me of every time when this gets difficult. Who owns the story, controls who wins and loses, yep. economically, socially, and politically. We cannot continue to allow our society, our economy, our political system to be negatively impacted by a problem that is fixable if we just focus the energy and do it. Is media diversity a serious national problem? Yes. Can we do something about it? Yes, but only if everyone who cares about the issue commit to doing a little bit more than they're doing right now. That's our call to action. David, thank you. Website one more time, please. www.mmcadc.org. And we thank you so much for your support. Oh, you betcha. We're just warming up, FYI. We're just warming up. We're not even... We're not even like hot yet. We're just on the verge to really bust in this thing out because there are too many of us and too many of my colleagues that have faded off into the sunset that just have no place to go for conversations about LGBTQ, people of color, about folks that are probably down on the scale, myself homeless at 17. So this is something we got to do together. And I love that you're calling it a tribe. So thank you, David. Thank you for everything. Dr. Pat, we are resolved to move the needle on this media diversity, and I'm excited, and this is only the beginning, as you said, of something amazing. You betcha. Let's take a short break. Please, everybody, let's check it out. Please support us in our journey to provide all of you with exactly what you've been telling us you want for 15 years. Let's make it happen. We'll be right back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Look. This is a segment that I didn't believe back years ago when myself and my friends became advocates for so many people, so many people really caught under the wings of HIV, caught under the wings of AIDS. We did not know then what we know now. Today, we're about to share something with you that you probably don't know and perhaps may not even believe. Dr. Donna McCree is joining me here today as the Associate Director for Health Equity Division of HIV AIDS Prevention. And I don't know if all of you have been like me watching information on television now, but what you're about to hear is also a call for action, communication, 
acknowledgement, and care. Dr. McCree, thank you for joining us here today. I, I'm, I'm very clear that years ago in New York City, when we became advocates for so many people suffering with this disease, I didn't think we'd still be talking about it today. Am I naive? Oh, yes. But, but you know, and I was there as well, um, practicing pharmacists when the first cases were identified, you know, several decades ago. Yeah. But what we can say now that we could not say then is that we do have a once in a generation opportunity to end the HIV epidemic in America. And HIV testing is a, a key because it enables people to take control of their health. So that's important to get out today. You mentioned the call to action, and that is so critical. You're exactly right. It is a call to action. Uh, most people in the United States have never had an HIV test. That's um, right. And those, mm-hmm, and, and, those are the new data that we released on, on uh, HIV testing day, which was June 27th. And uh, less than 40% of people in the U.S. have ever been tested for HIV. And, you know, let me ask you a question about this, because that's a startling number. I really think it's because we don't know what you're about to say right now. I think it's because we're unaware. The only reason I'm aware of it is because I had HIV type symptoms in 2004, which, of course, it wasn't. It was uh, a, a, a different, a different, very similar type of illness. But for me back then, you know, folks put us through the screening. This is really a different conversation. This is like, let's get aware. Let's know that the test is there and let's make sure we know what we're asking for. Isn't that correct? Some parts of that at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CDC recommends that everyone, everyone ages 13 to 64 be screened at least once in your lifetime, at least once. And if you have specific risk factors, you should be screened at least once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And why is that important? And this is why, let me say this. If you have a negative HIV test, that's a chance for you to be linked to some powerful prevention tools that we have. Powerful pre-exposure prophylaxis or PrEP. And that's a daily pill used to treat HIV that can be given to persons who are at risk to prevent acquisition of HIV. And if you happen to test positive, then that can be a catalyst for you um, to link you to care and treatment. And that can protect the person's life. They can live healthy. They can live healthy. And here's something people don't know. Many people don't know how important getting linked to care, being treated, being on your meds and getting the virus under control is not only to that person living healthy, but when taken as directed, HIV treatment reduces the amount of HIV in a person to very low levels. That's something we call viral suppression or having an undetectable viral load. And people with HIV who reach and they maintain viral suppression have effectively no risk of transmitting HIV to others through sex. And that's key. Oh, it's it's Mm -hmm. so key. Uh, You know, I didn't know if you were going to talk about that, but I really want to stick with it for one second. We are talking Mm -hmm. about care for ourselves and care for others. And the transmission Mm -hmm. factor is the factor that we battled decades ago, right? I know you remember this, Dr. McCree. I know you do, Mm -hmm. right? It was that factor. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you this question, and this is my level of awareness now. I mean, certainly back then it was with a different demographic. But now being personally affected by members in my family, members in my family, um, uh, you know, that are part of the African-American community. And one of the things I'm really 
not aware of, and I don't think that our community is aware of, is where the demographic is and what the challenge is to get that information in the hands cost effectively to the people that need it most. Have you all looked at that? And if so, what is your target population for the call to action today? Yes. Now, you talked about um, a sort of a snapshot of what's going on with HIV in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do know that um, gay and bisexual men of all race ethnicities are the most affected. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk then about racial and ethnic minority communities, we know that African-American and Latino communities are also disproportionately affected. We also know that persons who inject drugs are at risk and certainly um, members of the trans community as well. And so we direct our resources at the hardest hit areas and so that we can meet populations who are most disproportionately affected. And we are getting um, the information out to at-risk communities. That's the key, Mm -hmm. making sure that we reach those at-risk communities with effective prevention and treatment tools. So making an investment in those strategies that work and putting new public health resources on the ground to reach those areas and the geographic areas that are are disproportionately affected with effective prevention and treatment. That's how we can end the epidemic in in America. And coming back to the fact that testing, testing again, I want to keep going Mm -hmm. to that as being a call to action. That's powerful because that allows people to take control of of their health. Um, And I want to say, you know, we've made a lot of progress. You've talked about that for both of us who were around at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's still so much work that we really do need to do. There's still some work we need to do. I've already talked about the most the tools that we have and the need to get those tools to at-risk communities. And the time to act really is now. I want to give you uh, a website that um, listeners can use. It's called Get Tested dot cdc dot gov and i'm going to spell that out for you that's capital g e t capital t e s t e d dot cdc dot gov that website not only provides answers to frequently asked questions about hiv about risk but it also gives you uh, access to find free fast and confidential hiv testing near you all you have to do is type in your zip code And you'll get areas where free, fast, and confidential HIV testing is available. That's the call to action, getting more people to get out there and have a test. It's easy, and it's a gateway, and it's important, and it's a way to take control of our health. HIV is completely preventable, and we did not, we couldn't say that, you know, decades ago. But we can say that now, and we have effective treatment for HIV, so people who have HIV are living healthy lives and they're living longer lives. But we can't do that. You can't do that unless you know your status. And the only way to do that is to get an HIV test. You know, I want to ask you this question because I know it's related and I know we have a really short period of time during these interviews. But one of the things that I've discovered about this, and I know you have too, doctor, is that we don't know what we don't know as a society, but more importantly, as an individual, we have stopped thinking in this day and age we live in, you know, that person I was just with 
Uh, yeah. you know, I didn't really practice safe sex. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I should get the test. Yeah. We don't think that. But this is the new yeah. level of call to action that we're talking about now. It's not so much about what you and I experienced when we had this wave of information that was coming out. Isn't this more subtle right. and even a greater call to action, perhaps in some cases? I think it's a greater call because we do have the prevention and treatment tools available yeah. now. And, and the information is available now. We, CDC even has a risk reduction tool available online. Individuals can type in um, information and factors about themselves and about um, different acts, and, and it will tell you your risk. And I think that's, that's important. That's the level of technology and information that's available that wasn't available, you know, several decades ago. And it also coupling that with the effective prevention and treatment tools we have now, of course we can. We, we have this once in a generation, again, opportunity to end the epidemic. But then we all have to go back to this. You talked about knowing a part, your partner's risk factors. That's important. Knowing your risk factors. That's important. Knowing your status. That's even more important. You have got to be tested. All of them. That's, that's the call to action. Yeah. And that's back, the call. It is mm-hmm. the call. And back in the day, there was no test. Now there is. And so now right. the, there, you is. Know, there is. But now, like for you and me, it's getting the word out there and saying there is. Yes. So go to the website, yes. right? For those of you out there, the website, I'm going to say it like again, and then we're going to say it later on throughout the uh, throughout the shows. Uh, you know, yeah. it's very simple. It's dot. Mm-hmm. cdc.gov gov and when you go there there's a lot of information Correct. right for those of you out there yes. a lot of information hiv viral hepatitis you know there's just a lot of information you all have put together um i, I know we've got yes. a few minutes left so i want to ask you this question right mm. we're living in a different day and age now we are living in the day and age of testing and 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 prevention at many many levels what is your greatest concern, knowing what you know, but also what is your greatest point of optimism? Well, my greatest concern is that the data that we just released shows that there's an urgent need to scale up testing mm. and that less than 40 percent of people have ever been tested. That's a concern. My optimism is about all of the effective prevention treatment tools that we have available. We have an arsenal of weapons to fight and combat HIV that we've never had. And we've got a new investment in public health resources. We've got partnerships. We've got um, local and community partnerships. We also have novel ways for testing. We have an investment. We have a a federal plan to end the HIV epidemic. All of those things give me optimism to say, we can, we can, we can end the HIV epidemic in America, but we can't do that unless people engage in a very powerful practice, and that is getting an HIV test. GetTested.cdc.gov. Well, Do it now. I, I want to thank you, Dr. McCree, because I got to tell you, I'm very, very clear that, you know, back in the day when we were part of this, I don't think any of us mm-hmm. thought we'd be on, on the cornerstone of this kind of testing. Yes. So I want to thank you, your community for getting the word out and all the people that have worked so hard over the decades to make the idea of testing a reality, because that's what we're talking yes. about. A new federal initiative, CDC's role, yes. priority, availability, and action. Last question, personal message, Dr. McCree, what do you want to leave us with today? Personal message, HIV is completely preventable, but you can't, Understand how to prevent it unless you know the facts and unless 
you get tested. That is what the call to action is today. And I'm asking everyone, as you've already said, get tested.cdc.gov. Do it today. Yeah. I tell you what, everybody. Yeah. Almost like mm-hmm. run, don't walk. Thank you so much. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. 